I didn't do anything wrong. I just said, hold on a minute. There's nothing bad or wrong about that. You got your feelings hurt. It's your problem. Deal with it. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, when your husband spends everything to be your fault. I can tell when we have a really good title because you talk a little <laughs> faster, you got a little springy in your voice. It's like, oh, okay. And they have a little bit of emphasis in it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this one hits home, doesn't it? A little bit, yes. Yeah, I wish it didn't, but it does. Okay, here we go. Talk to me about yesterday evening, afternoon, evening, honey. Oh, brother. We didn't have a fight exactly. No, but I hurt uh, your feelings. But you hurt my feelings. Pretty badly. It, yes, and it took us oh, over an hour to get it resolved. Yes. And I hurt your feelings because you woke up from your nap and asked me what I was doing yeah, when you, I was working on my computer. Yeah, you were on your computer and I asked you what you were doing. And, and what did I do? You gave me the famous, hold your finger up, like, wait a minute, stop, don't say anything else and said, give me a minute. Right. What's the phrase you used when we were describing it yesterday? You threw your finger at me. There you go. You threw up a finger. <laughs> has, but again, we'll just throw that out there because as we retell the story, we always portray ourselves as a little bit more generous and kind than we actually are. Right. I do the same thing. Right. So I threw up a finger at you and said, give me a minute. Yes. And after a minute, what happened? Nothing. <laughs> I, and, kept writing, I kept reading. And after five minutes, Nothing. nothing. And after 10 minutes, you put your laptop, you folded your laptop down a little bit yep. and you talked to Isaac about the video game that he was playing. Right. And then you opened your laptop back up and you went back to your laptop. I yeah. know now what you went back to. Right. But I didn't know then it was like, okay, now he's back on his computer again. And after 10 more minutes, so 20 minutes now, I finally just got up and went to the kitchen to make dinner and sulk a little bit because my feelings were hurt by then yes yes they were and i'm oblivious to this by the way i'm engrossed in what i'm doing and i have no idea that you're feeling all of this right and dinner it, took what uh, another 40, half an hour to make yeah 40 minutes normally in a situation like that i probably would have said something to you ahead of time okay before then i would have interrupted you and said aren't you going to answer my question and just tell me what you're doing Right. Particularly once you had responded to Isaac, but we had had a conversation the night before Yeah. about I had asked you or I wanted to show you something and you said, hold on, give me a minute. I'm doing something. Yeah. And after a long waiting, you still hadn't. And I finally said to you something about, I really want to go to bed and spend some time with you. And, yeah. and then you were frustrated because I didn't give you the time to finish what you were doing, which I didn't know what it was in the first place. And I didn't know that it was going to take forever, but any, so this, this point, event yesterday was stacked on top of the event. Yes. That's so, so it was carrying some weight. I didn't really feel like I had the option to even prevent it from getting to that long yeah, to point. Ask a second time. Yes. So now it's been an hour. You've been in the kitchen. Your words are sulking. You are sulking in the kitchen. 
you come out and tell me dinner's ready. Yep. I close my computer and I come out to have dinner with you. By the way, do you remember where you had dinner, where you sat down for dinner? Yeah, I was out on the swing in the backyard. Yeah, you where went out beautiful. to the swing. Were you out there because it was beautiful or were you out there because you were still kind of sulky-ish? A little bit of both. Yeah. And I came out and said, hey, thanks for dinner. Can I come sit with you? And it was obvious you were upset with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, what's wrong? Yeah. And away it went. And from there, it was another hour or plus of working through who said what, when, why, and how, and how I had hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of all of this, you... You made one phrase. You said, you don't feel like you are important to me. I never came back to answer your question. I got engrossed in my computer and I just never responded to you. And that makes you feel like you aren't important. Right. And and that I'm forgotten. Yeah. That sounds very similar to the beginning of the relationship roadmap where it feels like my spouse doesn't care about me mm-hmm. in some way. Well, I care more about my computer. I care more about what I'm doing. I care more about the work that I'm working on. But I, but I definitely don't care about you. Because if I cared about you, what would I have done? You would have answered my question. In what time frame? Sooner than never. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner than never. That's a good, good start right there. In your time frame, when I said, give me a minute, you were actually expecting around a minute. You weren't expecting five minutes or 10 minutes or a half hour later. You were just expecting a minute. Yes. And I didn't come back in a minute. And so because of that, you felt like you were unimportant to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it wasn't necessarily just because you didn't come back within a minute. I just didn't come back at all. Yes. That was the thing. And to put on top of it, I was more than happy to talk to Isaac about a video game, something that doesn't matter in the world. Yes. But I wasn't willing to come back to you and tell you what I was doing. Yeah. And again, the the thing that ended up happening in your head, the story you put around it is, is I must not be important to him. Because if I was important to him, he would have come back and answered my question. Yes, if I was important, you wouldn't have forgotten Correct. Because that's really, that's really kind of what it felt like. So I asked yeah. a question. You said, wait a minute. Okay. Then you talked to Isaac. And in that brief moment of talking to Isaac, you very easily could have told me, oh, by the way, this I'm is what this. I'm doing. Yeah. But you didn't. Nope. So obviously you forgot that you needed to answer me. And the truth is, I forgot to answer you. I actually didn't remember that you had asked the question. I was never going to answer the question because it had gone out of my brain because I was engrossed in what I was doing. And it is understandable why you would feel forgotten because you were actually forgotten. Yeah. I didn't like that. No, not at all. Here's, here's the part that I want to dialogue around. Did the thing that hurt the most, was it the actual behavior that I did Do you believe that I actually don't care about you as a husband in general? No, I don't believe that. You don't believe that? No. Or is it the story that you told about the situation that ends up causing the most pain? Here's one situation, actually two, one on top of the other the day before and then yesterday's, that are stacked on top of each other, which now start to cause this script to go off in your head, which says, if I was important to him, he would have done x y and z and so it's actually your own 
expectations and story that causes the pain rather than my actual behavior. And I want to be really clear right now. Okay. This is full disclosure in what we're doing. And I, and I wish we could videotape this or, you know, post this as a video. Right. This is a question I've never asked you before. This didn't come up in our conversation last night. I am absolutely not trying to trick you or, or trap you. <laughs> you see the look on my face, don't you? And that's why I'm addressing it because I don't want you to feel like I've thrown you under the bus here right. or, or tricked you in some way. I want to see if we can identify where the pain comes from. Because here's what's also interesting in this whole scenario. Let's add one more layer. Five minutes before you asked me, dad, what are you doing? Or honey, what are you doing? My other son, Sam, said, dad, what are you doing? I gave him the exact same response. I threw up the fingers and hold on a second. And did he ask you what you were doing or did he, he asked you a question, I think. Something. But I was engrossed in what I was doing. So I gave him the exact same behaviors. I threw my finger up. I said, hold on a second. And he never got his feelings hurt. It didn't bother him at all. Well, we don't know if he did or not. He didn't He didn't say anything. He just went about his business and then he left because he was going somewhere. Fair so. enough. We could ask him though, but did you perceive from him that he was upset with me? I don't know because I wasn't. He wasn't upset with me at all. I know that for a fact. He wasn't upset with me and it didn't bother him. So here's the behavior. Two different people have experienced the same behavior from me. One person doesn't get their feelings hurt and one person does get their feelings hurt. Well, Sam should have got his feelings hurt. (laughs) Yes, of course. That's the answer. Our son has a a bad way of perceiving the situation. So if it had been our daughter, maybe it would have been different. Maybe that's the difference between boys and girls. Maybe. But isn't that interesting that it might not actually be the behavior that causes the pain. It's the meaning that we put around it. It's the story that we tell around it that causes the pain. Yeah. It's not the that... actual behavior. Maybe. So let's, let's go back to a kind of a physical example. If I punch you in the face, do you think it's going to hurt? Of course. If I punch Sam in the face, do you think it's going to hurt? Sure. If I punch... Anybody in the face, do you think it's going to hurt? Yes. There are universal things that are objectively hurtful. That if you are functioning correctly, if your body has pain receptors and you're not dead, getting punched in the face will probably cause pain and injury. Sure. But when you can do emotional things, dialogue, conversations, throwing a finger up at you, when you can do these kind of nonverbal communication things and it hurts one person, but it doesn't hurt another, where does the pain come from? Is it the actual behavior or is it the story that we tell around it? Hmm. And again, be really clear. I'm not trying to trap you. This is how my brain works. And I'm trying to figure out where the pain comes from so that number one, I can understand you better. Number two, I can change my behavior so I don't do things that hurt you. Right. I'm married to you. I'm not married to any other woman out there. Yeah, you're not married to Sam. That doesn't count. I want to be able to change my behavior so that I don't hurt you. And if throwing my finger up at you (laughs) hurts your feelings now, then I need to be careful of how I do that. Right. I've taken notes. Right. And it's not the behavior. It's not the putting your finger up because I know that. But it's not coming back to you and answering your question. Yes, it's that part. It's just not answering the question. Yes. And if that just happened once in a while. Yeah. It probably wouldn't bother me. So you're saying there's a cumulative effect. I have a track record of sometimes dismissing you and then never coming back to yes. you. Yes. Getting distracted or, or by for, things that are more important. Or, or forgetting about it. Yes. Because to you, it's not important. Yeah. But it's important to me. 
And so now I know within you being forgotten about is a very sensitive and tender spot in your story for whatever reason. Right. We could do therapy here in front of the <laughs> microphones and try to figure out the why, but we're not but going not to. But not necessary. We don't need to do that. We just know right. that it's the that it's the case that right. being forgotten, not coming back to if I'm distracted on my phone and you ask me something, I say give me a second and I just never come back to you, you feel forgotten and hurt. Right. But am I doing anything that is actually bad and painful and wrong? Well, no, I don't think that you're doing anything that's actually bad or wrong. Perfect. So here's, but, but it doesn't mean that I still can't get hurt by something. So let's go to the next layer here. This is the root cause of, I would say, so many arguments between husbands and wives. Because the husband's going to take the position and go, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. I just said, hold on a minute. There's nothing bad or wrong about that. You got your feelings hurt. It's your problem. Deal with it. Right? Right. You shared that story with me yesterday while we were trying to work this yeah. out. It didn't go over real well. No, no. Because objectively, I'm not doing anything bad or wrong. Yeah, you didn't do anything immoral or intentionally hurtful. Yeah, but it still hurt you. Yes. And I think people get stuck in these cycles where... Well, let's not even talk about people. Let's talk about us because that's just easier because we know us the best. Right. I know that in my head, I get stuck in the, I didn't do anything wrong. So quit trying to make me admit that I did something wrong and hurtful. You're hurt because of you. You're hurt because of your story and what you're telling in your head. And if you change that story in your head, you won't be hurt anymore. Yeah. You communicated that very clearly yesterday. And again, I know that that didn't go over really well. And it doesn't go over well right now. Tell me what's going on. Well, I just think you saying that now that we're out of the situation, it's a lot harder when I'm emotionally sure. triggered. Sure. But if I could have what you just said right now, if I could have somehow explained to you that that's what you were doing yesterday mm -hmm. in our conversation... Mm -hmm. And why I continued to not feel mm -hmm. understood or heard, that would have changed everything for yeah. me. Because that's that's really kind of how I felt you were treating me yesterday when we were trying to discuss it or talk about it. Yeah. And that doesn't help at all. That does not get rid of my defensiveness, my survival brain. No. That... Or make me feel like you even care or understand or yeah. care to understand. Yeah. And I wish that I could say that I have enough self-awareness <laughs> that I was aware of that. That's what I was doing in the moment as well, but I wasn't aware of it. It's only afterwards. It's only having 24 hours of separation. Right. And I am looking back on the situation that I am recognizing the behaviors that I were doing, which was contributing to the fact that this wasn't getting resolved really fast because I was in my survival brain going, I didn't do anything wrong. It's your fault that your feelings are hurt, which is loving and kind and very <laughs> empathetic, isn't on, it? Yes. And on top of already having hurt feelings yeah, and then being blamed yeah. and accused of it's my own fault. So it, it was like a no win situation for me for most of the conversation. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I don't keep doing that to you. I appreciate that. Because that's just crappy. That's mm -hmm. not a loving, kind thing for a husband to do. 
And I'm going to have to figure out a way to reprogram my brain because I quickly jumped to the, I didn't do anything wrong and you're hurting because of the story that you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. If you just change your story, you'll feel better. That can be true, by the way, where you're experiencing pain that you've caused yourself because of the story. I am still called to be kind and loving and empathetic. I'm still called to try to understand you and comfort you. Right. And timing is pretty important. In the midst of that, it's not wise for me to go, well, this is your fault if you just see it differently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably probably not shouldn't do that. The smartest thing in the no. world. No. What can I do in the midst of that then? Because in those moments, do you recognize that you're trying to get me to admit that I've done something hurtful and wrong, which in reality, it's actually benign and neutral? Right. Um, I'm out of the situation, so it's really hard for me to recall everything, sure. what I said or how yeah. I said it or those kind yeah. of things. I don't think my intention is for you to admit that you're wrong. That's not what I'm after. Okay. Because. What do you think it is? What would bring you comfort in that moment where you are hurting because of something I've done, but what I've done isn't actually wrong or bad, but you're still hurt. Right. That's a good question. What can I do in that moment when you are needing some sort of comfort or care? What could I do that would be comforting and caring for you, even though I've done nothing wrong? Without saying, without having to apologize for something that you didn't do? Yeah. I guess I'm not always looking for an apology. So that's one thing. But I think, well, I don't know. I didn't know then. I still don't know exactly, I guess. I asked you this question last night and it was still harder to find. I was curious if it was going to be easier to find here. Can I give you a hint of what I think it might be? Sure. I can't promise that this is Well, I was going to say you're the expert. (laughs) Give me a little help here. Well, I'm the expert in you, okay? I'm not the expert in all women. (laughs) Right, right. Let's be really clear about that. (laughs) Sure. Dear listeners, let's be really (laughs) clear about that. Okay, I'll be I'm the expert on the lady sitting across the table from me right now. Maybe not your wife or, you know, if you're a right, lady right, right. To this. In that moment, you need me to not worry about what has happened, who said what, who did what, and to recognize you are hurting right now. You feel forgotten. You feel unimportant. And the reason that you're feeling that is probably because of some part of your story somewhere, somehow. But again, that doesn't matter. You need me to go. I recognize that what I did caused you to have these feelings. You feel unimportant. You feel right. ignored or unimportant. It's just the only word I or, can come back to. letting me know that you can understand why I would feel the way I feel. Yes. Instead of telling me that, if I told myself a different story or instead of telling me that, well, Sam didn't feel that way when I did the same thing to him. Yeah. So it must be you Yeah. being told that it's my fault. Yeah. That doesn't work real well, does it? To stay in the moment. I'm sorry. Breathe. <sighs> breathe, breathe, breathe. The good news is I know we're not the only ones who do this. Right. I know I'm not the only husband who dismisses his wife's feelings and ends up trying to blame her. 
so that he's not the bad guy. Right. And I think the hard part about all of that is when you miss what I need, Mm -hmm. maybe because I don't know what it is, or you're in your own survival brain, so you're not functioning on all your smart pillars or whatever you want to call (laughs) smart cylinders. Smart cylinders, okay. Um, And then that just frustrates me more. And then we're arguing, or not arguing, having more conversations about how I'm hurt this more because of this. And it moves so far away from what the original thing was that then it's just so much. It's just too much. Yeah. (sighs) And eventually I got to a point where I just really wanted to be connected with you. That was my next question. And I said, I don't even know what the original thing was at this point. All I know is I'm ready to be connected because this is miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And we got connected again. That happened because you shifted your physical position. You slid over closer to me and you snuggled into my arm and I put my arm around you. And we stopped trying to figure out who said what and when and why and how. Right. And we just focused on, okay, I hurt because I hurt you. Yeah. And... You said several times that you were sorry for hurting me and you hurt me by saying that I had done something wrong. With, or just I, out of my frustration, yes. just my mouth just yeah. blurps. We recognize we both hurt each other. Yeah. Moment. And we got connected and it was, you know, happily ever after. And then we thing. had a good evening. Yeah, it was lovely. It was lovely. Again, the reason we're talking about this is because I'm recognizing this dynamic where a husband is accused of doing something wrong, which isn't objectively wrong. It's subjectively wrong. And he ends up in that very defensive posture of trying to explain, I didn't do anything wrong. It's your perception. Right. And wives feel blamed. We actually talked a lot about that in the fight. You feel like I'm turning this around on you and it's making it your fault. Yeah. Because I was turning it around on you and making it your fault. <laughs> and again, I don't want to do that anymore. And we're hoping that by us dissecting our little argument and fight last night, that people who are listening to this right now will start to go, oh my gosh, that's exactly what happened last night for us or last week for Mm -hmm. us, or that's exactly what happens every time. And now there might be some language or some understanding around how to get off of that crazy cycle, how to get out of that loop so that you can actually start to get some real conflict resolution conflict that is resolved right it is done and not just done where you walk away and you're not talking to each other for the next two days and there's still that tension and disconnection in the house right but genuine connection where you actually like each other you actually want to spend time with each other that it doesn't feel like there's anything else that you need to talk about right. i haven't once thought about our fight today until we came down here and talked about it on a podcast right it's, me either it was it's completely done and gone that keeps short accounts we don't keep bringing bringing all these old arguments from the past, dragging them forward like a dead cat behind us. Right. It's done and resolved. And this is possible for lots of couples. 
Yeah. So, dear listeners, as you're listening to this and you're going, okay, now I got some ideas. Maybe there's hope for this. Maybe if they're recognizing some of this, maybe we can do something in our relationship. And we want to know kind of where to start or what to do or how to begin some of that. What we found out, we actually talked to some very kind listeners of our podcast um, last night. And they said that they get a lot out of these podcasts and they're free and they cost nothing. And she's gone through and listened to a lot more than he has has, but he's trying to catch up and they're learning these kind of little nuggets and skills along the way. So if that's the case, keep listening. We're going to keep making the podcast. Yeah. You've got 200 plus to go back and catch up on. If you want to go back and get some, some old stuff, we want to offer that to you. That's option number one. Option number two is you have a specific question you want some help with and you want to run the scenario by us. Email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. And we actually answer questions from people who want to get the stuff resolved in their marriage. Or option number three is if you're going, okay, some of these tools, some of these techniques work really good. I wish there was a place that I could learn some of these a little bit faster and a little bit more formal way than we actually have created some online programs. Yep. Um, the relationship roadmap would be a really good place to start um, because it shows you the three things you got to stop doing and six things you got to start doing all under the three categories of connection, communication, and conflict resolution. And it just lays out everything on how to kind of extract yourself out of a bad relationship or leading to a bad relationship and getting on the map to a good relationship. Yeah. We would encourage you to do that. You can find that at securemarriage.com. Fourth option, my wife yes. wiggling four I'm fingers wiggling at me. I'm wiggling my fingers because we have a fourth option. What so, is it? This is yours. And so if maybe you have already done the relationship yep. roadmap and you're looking to move and do something more that would be yeah, actually more experiential yes. and with other people. Yes. Or if you just want to do something really fun and hang out with us, we are actually doing yes. a secure marriage cruise yes, in February of 2023. Yep. And we will be teaching you some really good stuff in some workshops yeah. um, on the cruise uh, on our sea days. We'll be yep. doing some excursions together and some experiential yep. learning on to help yeah. your marriages grow. On day three, we have a fight scheduled between the two of us <laughs> so that you can watch us resolve it. Okay. We usually get on one fight. We usually have one fight one on fight every cruise on we every do. Cruise. Sometimes they're bigger, sometimes they're smaller. So we'll see if we can schedule happens. that in. We're human. Yeah. We're not yeah. perfect. Or if you get a fight on the cruise, hey, bring it into the next session and we'll yeah. have some fun with it in front of everybody because yeah. that sounds like a heck of a lot of fun. Let's air all our dirty laundry in front of everybody. Yep. And we'll do, we'll have uh, some one-on-one -on -one time yep. with you guys. Yep. We'll do group dinners together yep. and then you'll have free time to free time. do fun stuff. Yeah, see shows, see go to shows. beautiful places, sit by pools. Yep, exactly. And we'll probably, we'll probably give you some homework yep. to do while you're out and about. But the thing that we really love about this doing a group cruises it's seven days away from yeah, home kids work all of the things that when you go to like maybe a weekend workshop you go for the day you come home yeah. and you have to deal with all the things that are there and you don't get that time to actually put into practice what you just learned yes, so seven days of learning how to have a better marriage in a place where you don't have to cook 
you don't have to clean. You don't have to find entertainment. You don't have to make your bed. You don't have to make your bed. Nope. And you get to see beautiful, beautiful places and you get in the to, world. Yes, exactly. And um, yeah. it's... We'd love to do that with you. We'd, yes. we'd love to meet some more couples and f- couples who want to invest in their relationship. We yes. want to say we're serious about having a really healthy relationship. And so instead of doing a boring weekend class somewhere, we're going to go on a cruise. Yeah. And have a good time. So Yeah. So if you want to check that out, check that out. Um, go to where? Securemarriage.com slash, slash cruise. Cruise. <laughs> Kind of obvious. I, I don't. I don't build the web pages. So <laughs> securemarriage.com slash cruise has all the details, has all the information, has all the time frames, has the itinerary, has pictures of beautiful places and yeah. staterooms and everything else. So go there. We would love to have you um, join us. Yes. If you are interested, we'll get a little message after you fill out the little form on there, and then we actually schedule a interview with you. So yep. uh, we just want to uh, get to know you before we give a definitive yes or no. Yep. And we're only taking eight couples. Yeah. So uh, well, seven couples besides. Plus ourselves us. so those spots will probably fill up pretty quick yeah, so, so if you're interested delay. let us know yep we'd love to have you join us yep other than that we hope that our crap and dirty laundry that we're airing on here is encouraging it's helpful that you get to see that fights happen we don't have a perfect marriage but we do have a secure marriage and conflict gets resolved yes and connection can happen again and that this can happen for you this is real life for us and so we hope this is encouraging we hope you find it entertaining and fun and productive in some way yeah other than that i think that's it yep okay we'll see you next time all righty bye-bye bye-bye